0: This is a test. For the next 60 seconds, this station will conduct a test of the emergency broadcast system.
1: America, here comes the relief from the pain. Unapologetically, this is Lock and Load with Bill Frady. Number two. And this is Lock and Load. And joining me for the first, it's been a while. It's been a while, but hes he's been traveling back and forth as uh, only, well, I'm sure quite a few people actually do this, but only he, uh, he's the only one I know. Joining me from DeSantis Gun Leather is Gene DeSantis. Good afternoon, sir.
0: Hi, Bill. I'm trying to keep out of the heat. It's like an oven here in Florida.
1: In Florida. Yeah. Now you, on a regular basis, you commute between New York and Florida.
0: I travel a lot, yes.
1: And uh, what what is that like for you? Because you're coming from basically, it's it's like going from East Germany to West Germany.
0: <laughs> Hardly. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of ways to get here, and uh, the, the airline tickets are not expensive and they're plentiful, and whenever you want to. Come and go you can. It's very uh it's very convenient.
1: Oh I, I know it's convenient and everything else. I'm just saying as far as uh you 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 exist in a business uh climate in New York. How how sweltering is it to have a business in New York nowadays?
0: Not bad at all. It's, really? you know, the gov- government is not friendly to firearms. So that being said, it's just another business. But we're paying in New York probably the highest electric rates in the country. Our, our property taxes are obscene. Uh, what else? Hard to get hard to get people to work for you. A lot of uh, a lot of people now are, and it doesn't lend itself to a, a manufacturer. But a lot of them would like to work from home. Right. And We have a couple doing that, but. They're hardly in the factory. They're in the office, customer service area.
1: Right. Now in in New York City, how big of a empty uh, office space issue do they have? I don't. In? I
0: don't know. But I. You know, I don't know. But it's my, my understanding that it's, it's it's really sparse. Not a good place to be. Right. They're gonna. You know. They're, they're gonna. They're paying the price already. You know, with the liberal government.
1: Now Hochul seems uh quite intent on this green agenda.
0: Uh you know I don't I don't watch that too much but right. I know she she is so anti-gun it's absolutely absurd. I mean she she uh changed she changed the laws or she had her she had her uh, senate do it uh and she signed off on the bill. That uh gives everybody who formerly had a license that was only good to carry the gun to and from the range, now you're allowed to carry it anytime anywhere, not anywhere, any time of the day or night, but not anywhere. Right. It, it has become it has become so restrictive you can't walk into a I'm exaggerating, but it's true. Uh you can't walk into a supermarket unless there's a sign outside saying that you know, handguns are welcome here.
1: Right. That's the thing. They have to have expressed permission to carry a gun, right? To have, to have a gun. That's, in. Why I
0: like it. that's why I like it so much in Florida. Uh,
1: now that's really enemy? that's really where the op that's where the where you see the biggest difference, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's great. It's great. Anyone that wants to take a gun can, and you know, the criminals know that. So I think they think twice before they doing armed robbery or something like that because chances are they're going to be, there's going to be some return of fire. Right.
1: All right, that's real nice. Let me get rid of that. I hope you didn't hear that. So um, if you could do it, and I know we've, we've talked about this before, logistically it would be very challenging to move to you move DeSantis uh-huh. from New York to Florida, wouldn't it?
0: That's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> the, last, the last mega machine that we got in there, took, I don't know how many, a whole team of people to move it in off of uh, a tractor trailer. And it took hours and hours to get it into its final location. Right. And, uh to, to, you know, and that's only one of several like that that I have. And uh, I mean, it's quite expensive too. Forget the cost of the machine. I remember that one just the electric. Bringing the electric in for that machine was, I think, some upward of twenty-seven thousand. Wow. Yeah, but it's great. It earns us a lot of money.
1: And the the smart thing would be not to, to 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 see. I know with a lot of these companies, and and this is primarily what I've seen with like Remington, because with a lot of people bought all of the components of Remington, but all they in a lot of cases they only bought the name. And in your case, that wouldn't work at all, would it?
0: Not really. No, I would love to move the business down to Florida, but I I think theoretically anyway we'd have to run. To, we'd have to run joint businesses at, right. you know, at each location, probably for a good six to eight months to get people back online. I, I'd, I'd be willing to bet that uh, the lion's share of the people we have working for us would love to go to Florida. Really, I believe so.
1: What's uh, compared, uh, real, as far as real estate is concerned? <clears throat> do you get more for your bang, bank more bang for your buck in Florida than you do in? Uh, in New York
0: uh, not yeah you know, th- things are changing. I gotta tell you, the restaurants where I am in southeast Florida, the restaurants can't hire enough people to run a uh, full complement because the local help cannot rent uh, living space nearby. It's just out of the question expensive, right so many of the restaurants go understaffed and, you know, they, they have a lot of empty tables that they don't even try to fill.
1: Rough. It's just rough. It is a rough business environment out there. Now, as it far is- as, for, for DeSantis now, your business is sort of
0: booming, though, isn't it? We're, we're good. I don't, I don't complain. We're, we're paying our bills and we're making product and Life is good.
1: One thing that has always amazed me, and uh, we're not going to have enough time for you to answer this, but I'm going to ask you the question anyway, and you think about the answer in the break. Um, for you, with and I know a lot of it has to do simply with the fact of your longevity in the business, but I have a very hard time going into any gun shop where they don't carry DeSantis holsters. In some way, you know, some, some carry more than others. Some carry just, it looks like they carry everything you offer. Some carry a, a, a selection, you know, of Glocks and all that other stuff, the main, the main guns that everybody seems to buy. How much of a logistical challenge was it in the beginning for you? And I, I know that you've handed this off to Chad and his brother and everything, but you were the one that started this. How much of a logistical challenge, when we get back, was it for you to start what has turned into a gigantic Uh, dealership complex that you have for uh, DeSantis.
0: I'm working on on the the, uh, Reader's Digest version of the ManSix.
1: Okay, you work on the Reader's Digest version. DeSantis, uh, if you're looking for DeSantis, whenever I'm looking to find out what they have, I go to DeSantis Holsters. And that takes me to desantis holster.com Desantis holsters by American made gun holsters they have uh they I've not found a gun they don't have a gun holster for yet I'm, I'm I'm sure there may be a couple but I don't know what they're called I'm getting ready to have a chat with Chad anyway because he's got one that I want for one of my uh, staccatos and uh, I want I want to stick it in some in, in some DeSantis gun leather' talking to Gene DeSantis we'll be right back. This is Lock and Load. back. This is Lock and Load. I am talking to Gene DeSantis. And why am I getting a beeping there? I don't need to have a beeping. And uh, I just asked Gene about um, his dealer network. What kind of legwork does somebody have to do to develop the dealer network that you have developed?
0: Okay, starting, let me see, one, two. It was in my third location in about I guess, four or five years that uh, I started. And during that time, a guy knocked on the door, a guy by the name of Eric Roberts. Uh, He was formerly uh, working for one of my competitors. But prior to that, he was selling big pens. So he really didn't know squat about firearms or the business per se. But he had a vengeance against the the guy that he did work for. And he's come and they ask me, can you, can you give me a job? Won't cost you anything. I work on a percentage. Whenever I sell, I get 10% or something like that. And, uh, I went, I said, well, you know, why not? We were, we were down to, I think about three or four employees at the time, just making for local, local dealers and, and whatever retail trade, which was substantial back then. We knew everybody. Anyway, uh, I, I gave him a job, and he said, "Well, with with this crew that you have here, you're not going to be able to keep up with me." So I said, "All right, I'll, I'll give it a try." You know, in three weeks he he, he proved he, he proved me wrong. Okay. I said, I, "I'll be able to keep you keep up with you." In three weeks he proved me wrong, and and this guy was selling more than we could make. In fact, I had to go to the bank and make a. a Borrow money just to pay the increased uh, salaries because I hired another half a dozen people or something like that, and we were growing great guns. He knew all the, the local uniform dealers and and gun shops around around the area, and he went out and he sold every one of them. and uh, And it was probably that vengeance that he had that uh, that did it, you know. He, he, yeah. And I, I eventually hired his I hired his daughter to be my first uh, bookkeeper. Right, and uh, we were rolling along real fast, and uh, eventually he outgrew his his local, uh, knocking on the doors of the gun shops, etc. And I made him the sales manager, and he hired a team of representatives, and they went out. We went to the first shot show, and uh, and, and we had this team working for us. It was a small team, six or seven reps, and it, it just grew and grew and grew. So that—that's the Reader's Digest version, right?
1: So it was all—it was the old-fashioned way. You, you went out there, and somebody was going out there, and he he walked each and every place and did it all.
0: And it just grew. It, it just, just, and it just grew and grew like crazy. Yeah.
1: Could we do that today? Could that happen today? Well, it does happen,
0: I'm sure. Yeah. You know, there, there's so many players. You know, when when I started out doing. Maybe there were a dozen companies that you'd recognize the name that were making holsters. Maybe that many, probably less. But anyway, now there are a couple of hundred, maybe, yeah. maybe more. So everybody takes a little piece. <laughs> but what, what's funny is I I watch some of the videos on uh, YouTube, right? And so and so is he's doing a video on how he designs and builds a holster, and I, I just. I mean, they do a nice job, but I, I just I have to chuckle about it because what what, what they do in, in in days, we we do in moments, and, and it probably comes out a lot better. <laughs>
1: right. Well, I mean, uh, yours your apparatus, and, and this is the thing about DeSantis is like if and correct me if I'm wrong on this, how long is somebody going to wait on a holster if they go to the DeSantis website and order it?
0: goes out the same day, the next day, and if it's out of inventory, which we keep an inventory of all the popular stuff, um, if it's out of inventory, it's a couple of weeks. Right.
1: So that's on the outside, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Whereas with, uh, like, uh, I ordered uh, a holster one time. You didn't make it for this gun, right? So I right. was looking for this gun. And uh, it, it was because of the light combo and the uh, and the the, the the optic. That's why you didn't make it. And I just wanted to see how long this was going to take to make it. So I ordered it from a place called Tier One. Thirteen weeks. <laughs> Thirteen weeks.
0: Well, the, the, you know there there are other things too that. For in, I'll give you, for instance, a good friend of mine, you know, we're, we're buddies for over 50 years and he has uh, like a gazillion of my holsters. He went and bought one from someone, a company in Eastern Europe. I right. got the thing weeks and weeks later and it was for, I think it was for a four inch model 19, just didn't work. The right. sites were digging in and it, it just, it wasn't formed properly. So he, you know, we went out for lunch one day and he brought it over. I said, nah, you know what? Give me that thing. I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. So I I gave it our process. It was already sewn up. And, you know, I look at the thing and I can't believe people spend the money they spend on, on this trash. I mean, it was it looked like it was done by a, a gross amateur. Right. And it didn't fit. And he's using it now. I I cleaned it up and I, I made it fit. It works perfectly. But. uh it needed some fine DeSantis alteration.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but you, you, what? One of the things with leather holsters that I've found, and I've seen some of the like, I, I've noticed <clears throat> that these leather holsters from Eastern Euro, Europe, they all come with this little kit that you have to you have to uh, rub all over the leather. You have to jam your gun into it. And then rub the leather with it, and I guess it makes the leather pliable to where it finally fits and everything, right? Hogwash. Hog. I, you know, I'm just I'm just sitting there going.
0: Well, I got I got to tell you one from breakfast this morning. Sure, tell me. I'm <laughs> out with a but i with a buddy of mine who makes knives. Right. And and he, he he hooked up with a guy that was on Forging the Fire, one of the uh, well not not the final the finalists that won the ten thousand dollars. He was one of the finalists. And he hooked up with him, and he goes over there a couple times a week, and he makes knives, and he's just loving it because it's a fun thing. And he's making uh, he's making his own leather sheets for them, and uh, they have a sewing machine there. And he tells me what his, his buddy there that owns the uh, the forge uh, has a, an old-fashioned uh, uh, frying pan that you heat up with uh, a self-heating thing. You plug it in, it's an electric one. And he, he put some paraffin wax in there, and and they they soak the uh, <laughs> they soak the, the the finished sheath in the in, you know the stitched up sheath into the, into the paraffin wax, and then they mold it. And I said, "What the frick are you doing? Are you crazy? Why didn't you just ask me? I mean, I've been doing this stuff for over fifty years. I could have told you exactly how to do it. Well, Not this nonsense." Hey,
1: hang, hang on, hang on, before, before you get <laughs> well, into that. We're going into the next break. Listening to Gene Desantis. Is it? Gene's got Gene's got some stories, boy. Gene's got some stories. So, uh, when we get back, well, we'll hear about how this holster turned out and everything else. Find them at DesantisHolster.com. Whatever, if if it's on the website and it's in stock, goes out the next day. No waiting. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load.
0: just about every corner of this country three million miles in my career I spend a lot of hours on the road but I love being my own boss the road can be a beautiful place but you're out here on your own there certainly are risks I'm Charles I'm a truck driver a husband and a father and that's why I choose federal
1: When it comes to online gun shops, Primary Arms is one of America's largest retailers of new firearms, parts, accessories, and gear. They stock over 600 popular brands, all with everyday low prices and fast shipping. If you ever have any questions about a product, their team of product experts will help you make the right purchase. So, don't settle for less. Visit primaryarms.com today and see why so many gun owners make it their first destination for all of their firearms In the 21st century, the handgun has become the preeminent self defense tool. At CH Precision, we specialize in taking your weapon to the highest degree of functionality possible. With a complete array of goods and services specializing in red dot sight installation, CH Precision will help you realize the most effective handgun the first time. If you need slide milling, installation, or accessories, go to chpws.com. CH Precision. Welcome to the Moon Squad. Welcome back. This is Lock and Load, and I'm talking to Gene DeSantis, and he was just telling me about this holster rescue he did, which those kind of things. Uh, can you finish that story for me?
0: Which one? The one that came in from Eastern Europe? With the paraffin the, uh, wax. The knife sheet, the, the knife sheet oh, with that the paraffin was, wax. That, that was the most ridiculous thing. I don't know where they got the idea that they needed to soak the, the leather in the paraffin wax to mold it. I mean, I'm not giving away any trade secrets. You wet it with warm water, you let it dry out a little bit, and it becomes very pliable. But you right. mold it; it's not a, it's not a secret. But they were doing it the wrong way. But uh, I'll tell you what I supplied him. He was tickled to death to get it. They make uh, they make a lot of the handles out of stacked leather washers, right. for lack of a, a better thing to call them. You know, like the old K-bar knives that the Marine Corps used, stacked leather, and then they. Then they 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 glue it up, I guess, and and then you know after that they but uh, they sand it and round it just the way they want it. Well, we we throw out so much leather from in between. There's only so much, so much you can. It looks like spaghetti after, <laughs> after we cut up a sheet of leather. But some of the stuff we're cutting up before we throw it away at these little little. Uh, washers for the the knife handles. I sent them a box full of those things, probably five pounds. It'll be a year supply or maybe ten year supply. I don't know, but they were, they were thrilled to get them. It's another thing that we would have thrown out, <clears throat> we would have gone into the into the trash, and uh, we made some use out of it. So I'm I'm even going to consider selling those to some of the knife suppliers.
1: Well, I mean, I've got some of your keychains. Right with, with with the Desantis logo on them, and uh, they are cute, aren't they? I mean uh, those right there are sort of a. Uh, that's uh, a that, is that leather that you have decided? What uh, would, would this be considered? Uh, leftover leather that you re- recondition yeah, going it, out? It,
0: it, no, it would be waste. Yeah, absolutely waste. Waste. So we, ra- rather than uh, rather than let it go out in, in chunks that are big enough, we just cut the keychains or other small parts that we need. Right. And the only thing that's left is
1: spaghetti. Spaghetti. Anyway, anyway, uh, and one thing I want to say about gun belts. Uh, My DeSantis gun belt is the one belt when when I, I finally got into a size to where I can wear a gun belt again, and it's my DeSantis gun belt. I like that better than the ratcheting gun belts. What do you think about the ratcheting gun belt? you going to do one of those? I've,
0: I've, I've not tried it, no.
1: No? You you like the old traditional belt just to, you know.
0: Um, you know, I'm a, a, a purist.
1: A purist. Well, there's nothing wrong with being a purist. <laughs> old school, I'm sorry. Old school, old school, old school. Now, uh, one thing I noticed is that you guys have started making a chest rig for... uh. You know, a lot of people make chest rigs uh, for the bigger pistols for like camping and everything, so you can have your gun close at hand in case a a grizzly bear decides to make a
0: snack out of yeah. you. Yeah, but the latest thing is we make some in Kydex now. Well, what? what but the, the chest rigs we we we've been making them for the Model 29, the, you know, the six and a half, and the eight and three eights. Right. And the big the bigger bore guns, the 500 and 460, I those things are heavy, I mean you can 't schlep that thing without uh, without some real comfort right and and for those those leather rigs, the strap that goes across your shoulder is a copy of the the strap that was on my golf bag. only we made it out of nice materials mm-hmm. and it's you know, heavily padded right. so you can you can spread the weight of that big gigantic uh, revolver. do you make any shoulder? And- do
1: you, do you make any holsters yet that fit the poly-80 trigger guard? Do you know?
0: No, I don't think so. Unless it starts selling in realistic numbers, we'll do it. That's the one that used to be the uh, unfinished one. That you had to drill a few holes. In yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. I should have gotten one of those made it into a 22 or something.
1: You can still get them. You could still yeah. do it. You're in Florida. You could do it all day long.
0: That's, you've got a point.
1: You probably could go down and pick one up at a at a convenience store. It's the gunshine uh,
0: state. <laughs> gunshine state, I love it.
1: Yeah, that's what they that's what I hear 'em call it anyway. That's what I hear them call it. I'm just uh, you know, as far as the, the the trend, where's everything going right now, what do you think?
0: I don't know pocket guns mostly. Really? I mean, everybody wants everybody wants a, a, a nine millimeter that you can put in the palm of your hand, and carry in your pocket. No one sees it. I know you like those big guns to put on the you know on your belt, but uh,
1: I just but don't small uh, a little gun is just uh, a little too little. I mean, the the smallest gun that I can carry and I feel okay carrying it is the Glock twenty
0: six. Oh well, why, why not a uh, forty-three, it's a lot thinner.
1: It's a lot thinner, but it carries less rounds. Plus, I can put a. So you, you get an extra magazine. What's
0: the big deal? <laughs> the twenty-six, unit, you, you know. Although we make them, it's not a good uh, holster for me. Like, it's not a good gun to holster in a, a pocket holster. No, it's just it's just too heavy, too thick. 43, 43, On the other hand, you can, and that's that. You know, that's something that you're going to take with you when you would, might might not bring that 26 with you. Right. Depending on how you're dressing, of course.
1: So what kind of gun do you carry? Or can you tell me?
0: I have a Colt. Uh I think it's called a Colt Pony 380. Right. It's a double action gun. Right. And it's, it's basically the size, it's a lightweight gun and it, it it works great and you know, I've had a couple of the uh the Rugers, the LCPs, and it's about the same size. And I just, I always go back to the Colt. I just like the feel of it. Not to mention that it was worked over, and it will f- probably feed empty brass. It's you know, it's just that good.
1: I'm, I'm you know, I would have, th- and I'm, I, I don't mean anything by this. I would have thought that you would have looked real hard at the Sig P365.
0: I had one. And I sold it right away, and the, the the trigger just didn't feel right to me. Right. I had one, one of the SAS models, but it was very short-lived. I, I, don't, I don't think i put a box of ammo through it.
1: The gun grip on it is just a little too much for me. My fingers wrap around it way too much. I, I'm used to my glock knuckle happening in one spot, and it works every with every other gun. It's the same spot. With that gun, I was wrapping too much of my hand around it. It's just a little too
0: yeah, small. Yeah, whatever, whatever works for you. Yeah. you got to be comfortable with it, right? otherwise you're not going to... You're not going to carry it. You, I'm going to tell
1: you what the new hotness is. The new hotness is the Staccato CS.
0: Well, I, yes, yeah, I, I spoke to Chad about that yesterday. Apparently, we are making several holsters for that already. And as the demand increases, we'll, you know, we'll open it up and make others.
1: Pretty soon. We'll, if you, if you we'll guys, probably
0: make Kydex holsters, too.
1: Yeah, if you made some Kydex holsters, that would be... The, but you,
0: you know what? Bill, the way we make them, it's tooling-intensive. And they, you know, they they come out markedly better than most. I won't say all, but most. And uh, I'll give you or your listeners the, the same, uh, something to compare them to. Look at one of mine and then look at the, forget the way it fits. Mine is like a glove. But look at the edges, the outer edges on ours. Compare it to anything that's out there being made now, today. And you'll see, I won't tell you what it is, but you'll see the difference it's like day and night.
1: I'm looking at the, said, in, the Intimidator looks like a good holster to me.
0: Do we have a registration on that word? <laughs> no.
1: The Intimidator 2.0.
0: Uh, Smith & Wesson just came out with their equalizer. <laughs> when I was in the movie theater watching Denzel Washington the very first time, yeah. before I left that theater, I sent a text message to my son. I said equalizer. The next holster we make that get a trademark on it. The equalizer. And somehow somehow it slipped between the cracks and it never we never followed up on it. We put in the initial application, met some minor resistance and, and we didn't follow through. That was a spectacular name. I'm glad Smith and Wesson got it, if I had to lose it.
1: Will you hang on for me one more time? We got one more break. Sure. We're talking to Gene DeSantis from DeSantis holster.com uh you don't wait when you order with him it's coming to you next day we'll be right back this is lock and load back. This is Lock and Load, and we're speaking with Gene DeSantis from DeSantisHolster.com, right now in Florida, as he is, trying to stay out of the heat. How hot is it down there in Florida?
0: Well, the, the, with the uh, the heat factor or whatever they call it, it's wind chill in New York. The heat <laughs> index, I guess it is. It's well over 100 degrees. Right. And if you, if you should be fortunate and unfortunate enough to have to leave your car outside, I had my car parked for, I guess, about an hour or so before. And it was in the sun. I couldn't find a, sh- a shady spot. I was away from home. And I got back into the car. It took 10 minutes to cool it down. It was just like an oven. Right. Nothing compared to Las Vegas right now and, and Phoenix. Uh, they really suffering.
1: Well, how hot is it getting in Vegas right now?
0: Oh, I 118 or some ridiculous thing. Oh, wow. One of my friends just got back, and he was saying he just couldn't tolerate it.
1: I've got a question for you, and I, I know that you have seen it in and out over and over again. You started in the mid-70s in your kitchen table, right?
0: Early and, 70s, 72.
1: Yeah, uh, 72. So, uh, you know, I was 11 when that started, just to put a little context in it. Uh, Gene is a little older than me. I don't know if we'd be we, well, you would have been in and out of high school forever got there. So anyway, let's forget about that part of it. With what I know that for 47 months straight, we've been there's been 1 million or more guns sold each month for 47 months straight. And yet, I am told that there is that the gun industry is hard hit right now that it is slammed and nobody, everybody's very, very nervous about it. I want your impression of this particular time. What do you think of that?
0: Well, put it this way, two years prior to Obama leaving office, it was probably maybe double the the business we have today. Right. But thank God for, for me anyway. We have tons of military and OEM work. So even if it slows down, we're never hurting too badly. I'll give you just a for instance. Uh, Just the other day we got an order in for another 10,000 knife sheets. Right. So those numbers are substantial, it keeps you busy. We're doing a job for uh, Buck Knives. They designed something. I hope it's Buck. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, they designed something for the uh, SEAL teams. And um, we're just finishing up the first 1,000 Kydex holsters for that. And we actually, Chad went out to the knife show and took it around, took a sample of the uh, the, the SEAL team sheath uh, to a number of different uh, knife makers there. And he brought in quite a bit of business. So we we like to be diversified. Gotcha. But I mean... This year we kept we kept very busy with uh, a huge job out of Ukraine. Well, it wasn't... We didn't sell it directly to Ukraine. It was one of the American manufacturers of a certain piece of equipment. Right. And our, our leather holster goes with it. Not leather. Our nylon holster rather, goes with it. That's always a good thing when, when when some of the same equipment. I won't mention what it is. I don't want my That's fine. Uh, com- I don't want my competitors to get an ear earful. Uh, but uh, when we package it with that piece of equipment, and it goes into a place like NYPD, for instance, they buy the whole unit. If they had separated the holster from the the uh, equipment, it would have been made out of China. Hmm. And they would have, got, they would have gotten junk. So it's a good thing. It works It works well for the consumer as well as the, the manufacturer.
1: Have you ever seen a time when the business was worse than it is now?
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, well, definitely. <laughs> you know, we, we've had some real hard times in the past.
1: Was it uh, was the uh, time during the in the early 90s when they were moving towards the omnibus crime bill and all the bands and all the other things, the magazines and all that other stuff where did you have a flurry of things being bought and sold prior to that? Yes. Yeah.
0: All, I, I mean, I, I hate to see it happen, but every time there's God help it, we should not have another one. A mass shooting there's it, always a spike in business. Whenever there's a, whenever there's some uh, legislation being written or, or considered to ban certain even assault rifles, our business spikes. Right. So yes, you know it's, we're very we're very sensitive to politics.
1: With your, with your. Uh... Setup and with your machinery and everything, if something were to happen and there's a mad rush on it, how long does it take you to re- you can recover from that almost instantaneously, can't you? I mean, it's going to well, take a mean, minute.
0: What do you mean by mad rush? You mean a, a big, huge increase in business. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, we can handle it. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: That's never yeah. been your issue. I, has I,
0: it? I no. I think we had we have now somewhere around 120 or 130 employees. And during that last the last year of Obama, I always refer back to that because that was like that was like the best thing that ever happened to the firearms industry. During that that period of time, we had over well over two hundred people, and of those two hundred, there were probably seventy five to a hundred of them working, not mandatory. I never make it mandatory, right. but overtime, and they did they, they did from Christmas to Christmas overtime without stopping. <laughs> so that 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 was he he did the great uh, the greatest thing and just the thought of Hillary getting into office I mean it was a, it was a boom.
1: I you know the, the I, I never I very rarely buy anything as far as the hardware is concerned during the boom because uh, I don't know do, do your prices go up during the booms when these booms happen because no, I know that good. you know. Like a a no. standard AR-15 suddenly goes for two thousand dollars if you can get it, and, you know, buy it at Academy Sports and sell it on GunBroker during those times.
0: And then, then when when the law changes, the dealers wind up with a lot of black guns, or, you know, in inventory that that aren't selling. Well, that. That's what
1: that's what happened with with uh, in twenty sixteen, isn't it? Everybody knew, everybody knew it was going
0: to be Hillary. You know, buy, 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 and then they just sat there.
1: And then, then, then Trump wins it, and for what? I mean, when Trump won, that didn't mean the Second Amendment was safe and sound because they they started all kinds of assaults on it in various places. But um, then, then the AR-15 market cratered, didn't it? I mean, they couldn't give them away.
0: It did, yeah. They weren't well. I don't know about giving them away, but they they sat with a lot of <laughs> inventory. It probably hurt their pack their pocketbooks real bad too. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I I suspect a few distributors who probably got real heavy on those. Uh, they were sitting around wondering what to do with them. And still, if you go into certain places, still today, when I ask certain people, they'll they'll tell me the AR-15 market seems a little bit depressed. I I don't get that. I really don't. But it, that's what they say.
0: Well, I have a number of AR-15s, and I you know I I enjoy shooting that so much more than. It's rival the AK. I don't know why that is, I, but I, I love that
1: AR-15. The great. AK is uh, it's it's well, the AK is crude. Zi- it's crude and it's designed to be fired fully automatic. Firing it semi-automatic is bad. Whereas the it's the exact opposite with the AR. It is most accurate when you're firing semi-automatic, and if you had a fully automatic uh, way to go. The back end and the front end, they just jump around. We used to call that the chatter switch when I was in the Army. (laughs) What did you guys – well, I mean, uh, what was the weapon when you were in the military?
0: When I trained, it was M14. Uh, Well, that wasn't –
1: did you guys ever fire that on full automatic? That must have been some
0: fun. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The muzzle climb was ridiculous. (laughs) And we all, you know, we also fired uh, the – the uh, M16 just for familiarization because they were sending you know everybody had a, had to a fire that before that's what was overseas right they weren't using the, uh, the M14s which I loved I loved that gun that was just like the greatest gun I've ever fired was that M14 yeah
1: we're running out of time, Mister DeSantis. We'll have to ha- we'll have to talk about trains another time. Gene does some adventures with trains nowadays. It seem quite good. DeSantisHolster.com. dot com. I I got a gun in today, Gene. I got a Staccato C two. I know you have some some holsters for it. I'm calling Chad tomorrow to find out exactly he's
0: in, what. He's in Chattanooga, Tennessee right now. But so, exactly a day
1: or two. Well, then I, I'm going to call him in a day or two, and then we're going to have that chat because. I'm looking for a couple of holsters for this C2 that would also work with my CS as well. But anyway, thank you very much for taking the time to join me today. I know that it is real hard to stay cool there.
0: What can I tell you? It's been a real slice.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: thank you, sir. Stay Our safe. Hour number right. three is inbound. We'll be right back. This is Lock and Load.